0: I'm late. No, you got here right on time. No. I'm late. It's the Late Show. Sorry, I'm late.
1: You're too late.
0: (laughs) The wizard is never late. Can I help you?
1: Yeah, I'm going to
2: see the show.
0: But not to come late.
2: You are late. You're late, man. Always late, huh? The
0: hour goes late.
1: You're late. I'm not paying for those.
3: But is he already too late to save his friends? You're too late! And I'm like, dude, you're, going <laughs> you're not going from Mary Poppins to a savage killer. <laughs> I would say, yes, it lives
0: up to the hype. Like, <laughs> what little hype I had for it, it was pretty damn good. I don't know why I'm on this show every week. Hey,
3: <laughs> yeah, you don't even get paid.
0: Yeah, that's the other thing I've been meaning to talk to you about.
1: <laughs> you're an unpaid intern, you're doing it for the exposure. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, if only you got on role play, you wouldn't have to do it for the exposure. You'd get fifty dollars. Woo! <laughs> um,
0: Assuming the Kickstarter hits its goal. Cool.
3: Yeah, I haven't checked it actually.
0: I haven't either. I'm imagining it's <laughs> probably still eleven $1, hundred. So probably I'm still happy that it's there. Oh yeah, no, me too.
3: Oh, did you know that the Birdcage is a video game also?
0: I don't like think a tell like a telltale game where it's like um... you make choices and Albert will remember that
3: have you ever thought how strange the plot of the beauty and the beast is this poor girl is forced to leave her father's home and become the prisoner of a terrible monster who is at (laughs) hold on uh who is at least in his own eyes above all law as time goes by she warms up to the beast and eventually falls in love with him then he magically transforms into a handsome prince charming and well that's what we call stockholm syndrome
0: I'm sorry, that's a video game? Uh,
3: yeah, The Birdcage retells the folk legend the way it should have been to begin with as a conceptual story-driven metal album set in modern times and dealing with the psychological and social aspects of this grim crime. G- Gitta is a young and fair-looking girl.
0: Okay, so it's... is it, Does it say who the like the game's director is, and is it American McGee? Because it sounds American mcgee Director
3: is Arnold Nesis. Nesis? No. okay. What? Never mind. It says it's a video game, but then it says it's
0: an hour and ten minutes. <laughs> Excuse me. Maybe that's the average length of time to beat it. I don't know. Uh,
3: maybe. I don't I It doesn't even say what gear it came out in. Maybe it's in development? Weird. Okay. Well, uh, on to the movie. I was just curious.
0: <laughs> All right, then.
1: Yeah.
3: Okay. The Birdcage.
0: All right,
3: I think everything's ready.
0: Yeah. Hey, do you want okay. to pull up
3: IMDB on your phone? I'll get it out when I need it <laughs> <laughs> All right. later.
0: Uh, so, welcome to Late to the Show. Welcome to Late to the
3: Show podcast. This week we have a special guest, Molly. Hi.
0: <laughs> John, do you want to introduce Molly better than uh, I just did? This is Molly. I'm pointing to her. You can't see it. This is his audio. Yeah, they probably heard uh-huh. the whoosh of your arm come up though.
1: Yeah, so that works. Very mushy. <laughs> Please don't hit me. Um, oh. <laughs> it's very close.
0: Uh, Molly's my girlfriend, and she's the one who told me I need to watch this movie because I had heard about it before but never seen it, and she loves this movie.
3: About the time yeah. you, yeah, about the time you brought it up that she had suggested it, I had started seeing it on Netflix too, and I had just put it on my list because it sounded interesting. It's,
1: yeah, it's one of my favorites. It's um one that weirdly enough um, my sort of conservative parents like dad worked on Reagan's campaign <laughs> they loved it like oh, yeah. I remember watching this as like a seven or eight year old <laughs> and um, loving it and I watching it as an adult now I'm like oh man I didn't realize how much they swear <laughs> and yeah. how this was probably not super appropriate for a seven-year-old to watch yeah
3: sure it is I'm pretty
1: <laughs> sure I went and saw this in theaters so
2: <laughs> that's
3: I would say it's a good I'm, movie though to watch yeah. young because oh, yeah. it gets you like you know yeah. acclimatized I, I what I'll say is I was it was weird watching it and seeing how uncomfortable people were that mm-hmm. just that the fact that Robin Williams and Nathan Lane were gay so yeah. seeing it younger is kind of a good way to like acclimatize people yeah. to like you know gay culture and stuff like that and just yeah. how people yeah. can be different and show them also that these people
0: are jerks. <laughs>
1: Yes. Yes. Um,
0: Shit, there's something I was going to say. I can't remember what it was now. Way to go. Yeah.
1: Is it the conga? No. <laughs> stuck but in that's your been head, head, in my head after this movie. <laughs> all day. It's like this and We Are Family. I was going to say We Are Family uh, is a
0: good one to get stuck in. I was like, how long is this song? (laughs) Yeah, it was a lot longer than I thought that song was.
1: So during the TV edits for that, they cut out like almost all of that part at the beginning where it's like We Are Family over and over again Uh and usually bring you right in on Robin Williams being like, where is Starina? Where is she? Oh, that's weird. So um, (laughs) it was very weird because it's been a while since I've seen that part because a lot of times it'll just be on TV and I'll be like, oh, Birdcage, I love this movie and turn it on for background noise
3: <laughs> that's weird that you say it's on like you've watched it on tv i'd never even like heard of the movie oh, okay. until a couple months ago okay um, <laughs> but i'm glad i did because i like i said i really liked it a lot actually <laughs> yeah. i liked it like not that i thought it was going to be bad but i liked it more than i thought i was going to
1: yeah it's kind of fun to see um like hank's area like yeah <laughs> yeah oh.
3: he was really good also very ripped
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. having just
3: seen him uh, do interviews for the voice acting documentary which we just did i think yeah. start the movie two weeks in a row <laughs> <laughs> um but but also i mean i don't know if i've seen too many like live action nathan lane movies but yeah i've seen the producers and i love that movie and so he was hilarious in this one too. And oh, he yeah. played yeah. almost like an
0: opposite character. Yeah. Because he he's is. a womanizer in <laughs> yeah. that one. Max
1: Bialystock. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen no, the producers I, yet. I have That's seen
0: great. the producers, okay. but I saw the original Oh, like, Zero uh, Mostel. Zero uh, Mustell. Yeah. I loved that movie. You liked it? Yeah. Uh, I liked I just, it a lot. It's
1: not, I don't like it as much as I like I've, Nathan Lane, Matthew Broderick, yeah, the, like, the musical.
0: Matthew Lane? One. Matthew Lane? Nathan Lane one. Well, in the 60s,
3: trying to relate to what they thought was super silly and outrageous of that guy who's playing Hitler, it's like... Yeah, it was yeah. silly. He's he supposed to be, be Hitler. I know. And he was acting like a hippie. It was, it was fantastic. I'm saying it wasn't nearly outrageous enough. It's just like, I mean, he's just being weird. I mean, it was, it was a little
1: bit edgier for the time, though, because right. like World War II was still recent memory, <laughs> whereas like it could be a little more outrageous in, like, the early 2000s. Right, but that's
3: what I'm saying. Like, I can't relate to, like, that feeling of
1: how
0: outrageous it is. It's like, this is pretty tame. I don't know, (laughs) maybe just the whole fact that it was springtime for Hitler. (laughs) And then... Ryan lands yeah. a fine
1: land once more. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do walk around singing Springtime of Hitler,
3: actually. Probably weirding out my neighbors. So, so yeah. this is
1: really bad. I showed that in my music enrichment class this year. Oh, that's awesome. It was PG-13. And they all, um, I did this project where they had to write their own musical, and they're all obsessed with Hitler because it's a bunch of 13-year-old boys. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as you do. Right. Um, so I was like, fine, I'll meet them where they are. <laughs> yeah that was it was fun that was a fun permission slip to write to to send home um
3: so and also i i haven't really seen too many to be honest robin williams
0: movies hey me neither we actually before coming here i looked at the list and i want to say like three movies
1: and like none of the good ones because i've
0: seen uh, i've seen rv Oh yeah, which I have seen that one. Which <laughs> wasn't that good. It okay. Um, I mean, I've seen Night at the Museum, but that's not a Robin Williams. Movie. Oh yeah, I forgot he was in
3: that. Yeah, he had this kind of um, <laughs> small
1: part.
0: I've seen Flubber, but that was a long ass time ago.
3: Flubber's great. I remember the previews for Flubber on many VHS tapes I had Oh yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: Aladdin. Yeah. Well.
3: Um.
1: But you one? haven't seen Mrs. Doubtfire, oh. which is like. Oh
3: shit! I've seen Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, but okay, I haven't seen any of his serious
1: roles. Oh, so he's I haven't seen. Really good. Um,
3: uh, Goodwill Hunting. I haven't seen. Uh... Dead Poets Society. Oh shit! I have seen that one. Oh. That I saw that one in high school. So that was a yeah, long time um, ago. Yeah. One
1: Hour Photo is a psychological thriller, and he's actually really good in that.
3: Is that the one about narcolepsy or? I can't that uh, he was in wait. Insomnia. Insomnia. Yeah, That's Insomnia is the that opposite one. of narcolepsy. Um,
1: one Hour Photo. He plays like a photo clerk, and he's really creepy, and mm. <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, I did see him in a Law & Order SVU, though, where he was a bad guy.
1: <laughs> okay, I always wonder how they get, like, A-list actors on Law & Order SVU, where it's just, did like... save their
0: money up for the yeah, season? Yeah, I, I guess, <laughs>
1: but, like, sometimes I'm, like, oh. Um, or, like, Stephen Colbert was on Law & Order SVU. Really, really? Yes, he was. He was, um, like, he played either, like, somebody who was, like, super religious and, like, Catholic church or, okay,
3: like, deacon
1: right? kind of thing, and then uh, he, like, murdered people. Oh yeah. yeah, Robin
3: Williams murdered his wife, and then blew up a recording studio and jumped into uh, Hudson Bay. Oh wow! <laughs> to get oh, away from wow. the cops, so yeah, pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what I liked about this movie was it was a good blend of like comedy and serious. some more serious stuff. Like the yeah. speech he gives to his son uh, Val when he says, uh, "I'm just a middle aged fag." It took me 20 years to figure this out. I was like, "Ooh, that was a." pretty good scene oh yeah Yeah. I thought it was really cool I was like god damn Robin Williams
0: yeah I I was gonna say this uh, uh, this definitely kind of hits that really good tone of like there's the dramatic there's serious stuff but then like the entire dinner scene (laughs) is fantastic two boys
1: playing leapfrog (laughs) I think that's a woman isn't that a woman yeah I I got a girl I got (laughs) a girl look at that Ah, sweet and sour peasant stew. <laughs>
3: he didn't make an entree.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a very thick soup.
3: soup. It's like stew. That's why I put so
2: much in
0: it. <laughs> Anybody else like some more stew? No. no.
1: <laughs> why would you call it seafood surprise? <laughs> seafood chowder. Oh, seafood chowder, that's right. <laughs> this is so Guatemalan. <laughs> Forget the shrimp. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but...
3: Oh. I have to say, the sun. I didn't like the sun at he all was in this such movie. A he's a d- an oh, asshole. Yeah. He's, a... yeah, yeah. And also the fact that he's trying to pull off—he's twenty years old. Bullshit. That kid looked thirty. Oh <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. No, he looks super old. Like Callista Flackhart looks like she is nineteen in the movie. Oh, is that Callista? Uh, yeah, that's Callista Flockhart. I knew the, the name, the... but I didn't. ever yeah. know
3: the face to go yeah. with
1: it. Um, but yeah, no. So she looks like she's like con- conceivably be 19 or 20. Right. And yeah, he looks like he's pushing like 35. <laughs>
0: uh. I, was, I actually was reading the trivia earlier. Uh, from what, I, If I'm not mistaken, it said Calista Flockhart was 30 at the time. Oh, shit. Okay. And uh, that guy was 27. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. So okay. he's not going to age well. <laughs> well, it's or not that he looked city bad. Miles. He just but, looked like a fucking man. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> um... Keep losing my turn of thought. Oh,
3: well. Alpha Brain, uh, <laughs> so, please sponsor the podcast. Yeah, could use some. And also, I need a pop filter so I don't spit on everyone. <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> go.
1: Oh, but um, I always think it's weird with this uh, movie that a lot of the debates that they're having with the culture wars are still the same debates. Oh um, yeah. Actually, one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when um Albert as a Mrs. Coleman is talking about um, her views on abortion. Did you say Coleman? Cold, Cold, Goldman or Coleman? Is the D silent? It, yes. You don't well, know we where don't we know are. where we are until they say our name. <laughs> no, I just um, I I always like, why kill the doctors? Kill the mothers? <laughs> Baby's gonna be aborted anyway. Let it go down with the ship. It's one of my favorite lines. <laughs>
3: I also, um, I like the part when he finally does reveal himself, or, well, Val reveals him to the family, and he just says, I hope you don't, uh, I, it's still me, I mean, yeah. I <laughs> still do believe in family values. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's
1: it's weird to think that it's the same debates, though, and then the gays in the military thing is, like, in the forefront right now with um, trans troops. Right. Um, but, Yeah. I mean, those haircuts, (laughs) (laughs) those uniforms. Um. Uh, Yeah, there was,
3: there's something, oh, I think it was like Planet of the Apes where it's funny how they bring up like ideas and arguments about uh, the way society behaves and Mm -hmm. it's the same as it was decades ago. Yeah. It's this one, but you know, 22 years ago. With also hard to believe that this movie was 22
0: years old. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, kind of incredibly easy to believe because my god, the couple scenes that used green screen for no reason—it was really obvious. <laughs> Whenever they're they in a car, sc- pretty much. Oh Besides- yeah, I did notice that. <laughs> and then when the, uh, Albert ran away to like go to the graveyard, and like he follows <laughs> him, and they're sitting on the like the bus bench, and there's a ship behind them. It's oh, so obvious. That was such a green <laughs> screen. I'm like, did they not have any money left to do a good green screen in here?
1: going to Las Copa, and he's bringing his toothbrush. <laughs> That's
0: why I'm
3: packing light. <laughs>
1: how Egyptian. <laughs>
3: I do like, though, how like Robin Williams, like in most of these arguments, like tries to goad him on to see how far he can take it, to see yeah. if he'll call his bluff, and then eventually just has to chase him anyway. <laughs> yep. I really like the relationship in this movie. I thought it was really good. Yeah.
0: Yes. It's... They played off each other really, really, really well. Mm-hmm.
3: And I'll say this also to like, um, like a stereotypical Robin Williams thing where it's like constantly like moving around, doing a bunch of different crazy impressions and jumping all over the place. Mm -hmm. He uses it sparingly in this, but it makes sense as like a theater director type of
0: person, like constantly having to put on a drag queen show. Like when he was giving the guy the directions, like Fosse, oh Fosse, yeah, doing all the Fosse. dance moves Twyla, and stuff.
3: Twyla. <laughs> keep it inside, <laughs> right? And it kind of works even better since he has like a temper in this, where it kind of like comes out as outbursts.
1: Yeah. yeah, I really like when he's trying to keep it cool at first when they're there, and then all of a sudden it's like, sit down, yeah. <laughs> everybody sit. <laughs>
3: I also uh-huh. like the way that Gene Hackman interpreted all of Robin Williams' actions. He like, won't even let her do anything, He's an asshole! Yeah. Fucking European dude.
0: <laughs> won't even let her run the home.
3: He's <laughs> like, oh, he, he is a nice person in some way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but also kind of on your point, I actually read apparently too. Uh, Robin Williams originally was supposed to play Albert. Yes.
2: Oh, really? Robin yes,
0: but then he didn't want to be. The flamboyant always on character that he typically plays oh, that's so he a good wanted call. to try and take a different role and yeah no I think that was a really good call there
3: yeah especially because I, I really feel like Nathan Lane kind of stole the show with this movie mm-hmm. I, I yeah. loved him in this so <laughs>
2: like funny. every
3: time like Robin Williams would slap his hand <laughs> yeah the outdoors <laughs> when they're at lunch at that uh, cabana or whatever yeah.
0: that patio
1: <laughs> how about those dolphins <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he has him walk like John Wayne. Oh, yeah. No, that was perfect. I just didn't know John Wayne walked <laughs> like
2: that.
0: <laughs> oh, man. No, this was, yeah, I agree. This was a really good movie that, you know, it's like everything else. I always put them off mm-hmm. and then finally get around to watching, really, really enjoying, and wishing I had seen it earlier.
3: <laughs> Had you heard about this movie before Molly suggested it? Uh, I
0: had kind of in passing, but not like Mm. that's about it.
3: Well, I've told a couple people that I've seen it, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a funny one. I was like,
0: it's new to me. I want to talk about it with someone. (laughs) That movie came out 20 years ago. Yeah, but I just saw it and I want to talk about it.
1: (laughs) (sighs) Oh. I did is... like that the National Enquirer was following them. Oh,
3: yeah. yeah. And they were the best ones, too. Yeah.
1: Well, I was talking about that with you like during the movie. Um, because uh, they're the ones that broke the John Edwards story. Um, John, John Edwards, movie? who was the presidential candidate um, during 2008, um, he also ran as John Kerry's VP in 2004. Um, he mm. had an affair with a staffer, and uh, she ended up having a kid. Oh, um, <laughs> But he blamed it on another staffer. And then the National Enquirer was the only one who picked up the story. They won a, a, Pul- a Pulitzer for it, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. so I thought it was funny that he this one.
3: Yeah, I'd never even heard of John Edwards. I knew nothing about oh, that.
1: Oh, okay. I was, I'm <laughs> a really big polysign herd. Oh, yeah. well, that's cool.
3: <laughs> but that's cool that it is like that, though, that they
1: oh, yeah, they're apparel. almost
3: kind of called apparel. it out. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> oh.
3: Well, it's because they're willing to bribe uh, drivers twenty dollars yeah. every time for He's... news or
0: info. Let me tell you for that uh, uh, Gene Hackman was really lucky; his driver didn't recognize him at the end, because and he would have had the news phone was from sold... there when Everyone who's dressed in <laughs> yeah. drag. <laughs> um, I gotta I would...
1: check something. Okay. Um, because um, was it the the one the number that they uh, sing and dance to in um, Christine Baranski? I can't remember her character's name. Her Office Vierman is, uh, it was originally. Oh, the
3: Hofstetter's mom. Uh, That's who I yeah. knew her from.
1: <laughs> uh, it was originally, that that song, Love is uh, Going Around, was the original opening number for A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to a, the Forum, which Nathan Lane played Sudolus, who's the main character, back in the 90s in that. So I want to oh. know around what year that came, <laughs> what year he was doing that, because I want to say 94 for that.
0: Is that a theater thing?
1: Um. Yes. It's a um, great,
0: it's also a movie, also with Zero Mustell in it. Yes. Oh, so it seems like Nathan Lane just keeps taking stuff that Zero Mostel did before. Huh? Um,
3: he reps it out too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm also checking something here because, and maybe I was just a guy who looked a lot like him, but uh, when they were all panicking and getting the place together for when uh, they arrived, um, the person who was the like taking uh, oh Hank Azaria's characters like measurements, um, oh. that guy looked exactly like Alan Tudyk. Like I thought it was Alan Tudyk. Oh really? Yeah, (laughs) and I'm I'm looking, but it doesn't look like didn't
1: see it yesterday. But uh, yeah, in 1996, Nathan Lane was in the Broadway revival of a funny thing happened on the way to the Forum. Weirdly enough, with Ernie Sabella, who was uh, Pumbaa.
3: Oh really? Oh wow! The
1: Lion King. So we have (laughs) been been in a few few things together, you know.
3: Funny thing Uh, that happened on the way to uh, the the Forum. Funny Funny thing thing happened
1: happened on the way to the Forum. Um, so actually, uh, the song that they sang, so it was the original opening number and then it just tanked during previews. <laughs> um, so they changed to a number called comedy tonight. Which is However, fantastic. um, that number still exists except it's, um, the lead in to act two is uh, love is in the air. It's an underscore though. So you never hear the words.
2: Oh,
3: okay.
1: um, so, yeah. So,
3: when they're talking about, you remember that show we did? They're yeah, talking about that a show then. Funny
1: thing happened on the way to the forum. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, yay! They never
3: actually said the title <laughs> of it. They just yep. said, yeah. you remember the, the thing show. we did. Yep. <laughs> yep.
1: It's a funny thing happened on the way to the forum, unless they were in some kind of musical review where they were just, you know, doing, doing like, you know, numbers that were cut from shows. <laughs>
3: well, I mean, the movie got a 7 out of 10, which is pretty good. 1966.
1: There's actually a really good community theater version on um youtube as well i think it was uh mit did it oh really um yeah
0: that's yeah.
3: a good one too though you should watch it.
1: yeah i it haven't is.
3: seen a lot of musicals really i mean like
0: probably the producers is my favorite one
1: i do love the producers i'm trying to think what my See, favorite. that's the other thing too yes yeah, the version of the producer
0: be. i've seen I don't even think that was a musical. It's not. It yeah, no, it's stuff. not. It's uh, not.
1: There's Springtime for Hitler, but that's, that's about, about it. it
0: yeah.
3: By the way, I will say this. This I know. Um, in uh, Blazing Saddles, when. Mm. Um, do, you, do you know what I'm going to say?
1: I, I'm not sure. But... Okay,
3: when uh, they go into um, uh, Lily von Stupp's uh, dressing room, you can hear the song Springtime yep. for Hitler, the piano for
1: yep. it
0: playing. <laughs> awesome.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I love that it's movie. It's been a while
0: since I've seen that one, but I love that movie. Blazing Saddles? Yeah. I just and watched it on Saturday. <laughs>
1: you defended its honor on Saturday.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Scott, Scott didn't care for it. Scott
1: hates Blazing Saddles. Yeah, really? He
0: likes Godfather 3. So. Yeah.
1: So, uh... <laughs> well,
0: you know where his taste is, I guess. Scott's got yeah.
1: opinions. That's...
0: Yeah.
3: They're not good.
1: <laughs> hey, hey. Could have been worse. Could have been, been worse. worse. Could have been worse. <laughs>
3: Uh, uh has that kid who played val done anything else other than i think
0: i saw that he had an oscar nomination if it was oh. looking at the right person's name and oscar um, yeah also speaking of first things of i've bitch. seen people in it's also i think the first thing i've seen gene hackman in so really yeah
1: really i think so you you've seen, seen young frankenstein like, haven't
0: you? oh okay yet? yeah i've seen young frank yeah he's the blind man in that it's been a long ass time since i've seen young frank <laughs> Frankenstein.
1: you seen superman though Cause... no yeah, what
0: no. Sorry. Superman no. one, two, no, no, three, four, no. You haven't seen Quest for Peace? No. <laughs> I'm pretty. Wow, I you're don't really think... missing is out he there. In one? Yeah, he's in all of them. Huh. He's Lex, he's Lex Luthor. Luthor. No, I know he's Lex Luthor. I didn't know he was <laughs> in the, the fourth one.
1: Yeah, I think he is. Right? Yeah, General a... oh, yeah, is his nephew been... at one point. Yes. <laughs> it has been so long since I've watched. this. I didn't but realize no, Gene never... Hackman was a Marine.
0: Also, yeah. I was reading in the trivia he was on Richard Nixon. He was on Richard Nixon's enemies list really yeah, yeah which is did. great why then he turns around and does the richard nixon like, piece <laughs> thing on yeah. the ladder which was also a great moment when he's trying to escape out <laughs> the back and the entire media is right there right
3: um well shit i don't oh he was on will and grace in 2003 uh i don't rec oh sex in the city but i mean Who's i don't recognize sex in the city? um steven uh, okay <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> it just says steven ph steven um Episode Evolution mm-hmm. in 1999.
0: Well, maybe I was reading... Maybe I got my names mixed up. Probably did.
3: Dan Futterman. Um, oh, he was in Capote.
1: Ah. Okay.
0: okay. So maybe for that one. <laughs> okay. You can scroll down. it will tell you if they've got any nominations. Where
3: at? It's just it's known oh. for filmography. No, no, no uh, Related, personal details. Did you know? Here, I'll find it.
1: Oh, he wrote the screenplay for Capote. That's whoa really yeah that's what his oscar nomination is
0: god damn also was that the only person the entire time watching that thinking that guy looked like bradley cooper because i thought he looked like bradley cooper
3: i didn't think that but looking at this picture i don't know when it was taken but he looks like gene hackman or hugh jackman
1: Yes, he does. (laughs) Like budget Hugh Jackman. Yeah.
0: Great value, Hugh Jackman. See, I'm still seeing Bradley Cooper. I see Bradley Cooper when I look at his face. I could see. It looks like
3: Bradley Cooper mixed with Hugh Jackman. Okay, maybe that's what it is.
1: (laughs) They they had a child, apparently.
3: Yeah, in 1967. So yeah, he was... Oh yeah, we already talked about this, 27. Yeah. Shit. (laughs) Anyway, not 20.
0: No.
1: No. Maybe if I tried to
0: play a 20-year-old. Yeah, you couldn't play twenty anymore. No, no. I don't think I really could have played. past your prime. <laughs> I don't think I could have played
3: twenty when I was twenty. So, <laughs> I could still probably play twelve, for fuck's sake. <laughs> it's minus the beard. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Good for Dan. Thornton. I don't
1: know. I had a, I had a thirteen year old this year in class who had a fully grown in beard, and it oh, was really? the weirdest shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, he was also six <laughs> three. Oh, so, yeah. That it's, it's very rare for a middle schooler to tower over me. <laughs> like,
3: Just drinks his milk. <laughs> drinks his Flint water. Makes everyone bigger. <laughs> Jesus. I can say that I'm from Michigan. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I rare likely drank school. some of that water, too.
0: <laughs> aye,
3: aye. Yeah, good movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so the Birdcage, 1996. <laughs> um, also, longer than I thought it would be for a comedy.
0: It's two hours. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was thinking, well, of course, I didn't realize, like, it felt like it was really wrapping up just to when it got to the dinner party. Mm. And then, like, I had to pause to run to the bathroom, and I'm like, wow, there's still, like, it seemed like there was, like, 40 minutes left of the movie. I'm like, Jesus, we're <laughs> just over the halfway, and we just got here, huh? Yeah, me and Kate had
3: to stop watching because we had a thing to go to at, like, 1 o'clock, and there was only, like, 12 minutes left of the movie. Mm. And they packed a lot in the last 12 minutes, though. Yeah. Like, they did yeah. kind of, like wrap it up quick Real because quick. um i was also kind of surprised that there really wasn't more of like an awakening for the family other than the fact that they had to dress up and drag to sneak out yeah. and then they let the wedding happen I was
0: like,
1: yeah i
3: mean i don't really know if much of a
0: lesson was learned no i, d- I don't i don't <laughs> feel like they learned a lesson at all yeah But no. they got to get away they, they
1: did <laughs> they did get to go to get away and then they had to have a bunch of drag queens at a wedding yeah. That Bob Dole also apparently attended. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I wouldn't have been able to recognize out of the crowd. Oh,
1: <laughs> there was no he one who looked it. like... yeah. Well, no. yeah, I
3: knew that... Well, yeah. I was wondering, because of the way it was cut, I was like, does that drag queen think that that old lady looks like Bob Dole? Is that what the joke is? Because it just cut to her, and she just looked around for a while before she said, who's the mother?
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I would say that uh, it would... Not like help enjoy the movie because the movie's enjoyable, uh-huh. but knowing a little bit more about the '90s politics would, <laughs> I mean, See, help but... <laughs> more just because it is kind of it... topical for that time. But still, the themes are pretty accessible to anyone. It, re-
1: it really yeah. is. I mean, if you know a lot about like Bob Dole, when um was it uh, Gene Hackman calls him too liberal, and couldn't hang his hat there. <laughs> um, Bob Dole was known as like almost a firebrand conservative, but still in that old like style conservative like. Talking H. W. Bush um, instead of like um, you know Donald Trump or okay. <laughs> um, uh, any of like the current batch of conservatives, with pretty much the exception of like John Huntsman and uh, John Kasich. Okay. Um, so yes, yeah, sorry again, political nerd. <laughs> like it's it's bad. Well, uh, um, Andrew
3: Lotasina will definitely like the segment of the podcast because <laughs> yeah. he knows a lot about politics. He actually. Donated money to some of the candidates. I think oh, in the last wow. election. Oh wow! I was like, "What the fuck? I don't have money to donate. How do you have money to donate?" Yeah, he just working at <laughs> Schnucks. Andrew, you were just working at Schnucks.
1: <laughs> you know, if you care about something. Um... Yeah,
3: good for him. But uh I know he likes politics, so this will be good for oh, him. Oh, good. <laughs> but, yeah,
1: no, it is fun to like think of things like that, where um this is kind of like there's sh- <clears throat> they're really making fun of the moral majority, mm-hmm. like the whole with the. Senator Keeley dying, yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then just the culture wars were really extreme at that point too. And then um, there was the whole thing like Bill Clinton. Um, there were still scandals. I don't think Monica Lewinsky had broke yet. Yeah, I would
0: assume that. Um, that
1: was later. Presidency. Yeah, it was nineteen. I feel like that was nineteen ninety seven uh, when that broke.
3: Especially since this was filmed before ninety six. Yes, yes, anyway. obviously.
1: Yeah. Um, But there were still, like, rumors. Uh, There was, like, Jennifer Flowers. And um, there were just always rumors that he was a womanizer. And then, Mm. yeah, they turned out to be true. (laughs) So um, that was kind of a thorn in the right side then. Um, They were going after him for bunches and bunches of stuff. Mm. Um, So it's kind of fun to, like... Know that portion of it too, right? And then come into this. Um,
3: well, it's a little like inside baseball where if you know, it's oh, yeah, like, you then this you, is cool, yeah, even better, <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: So, I mean, I could definitely see why you like <laughs> yeah, this movie yeah. as much as you do, yeah. but like I said, I mean, if you don't know that, it doesn't make the movie unwatchable, it's no. not the whole movie, it's just no, no. a little part of it that I mean, if you do know, it just can add that much more to the movie because. I mean, overall, you understand what he's talking about because the themes are all there. Like you said earlier, it's a lot of the same stuff we talk about now.
1: Same shit, different day.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Same shit, different toilet. Um, Okay. Not a lot of laughs on that one, but that's okay. Uh, You can
1: add those in in post-production. I'll
3: talk about Robin Williams dying because let's just get dark. But um, (laughs) I won't say like... I didn't feel bad when he died, but a lot of the people who say like he meant so much to me and like everything he's done, he's like the most amazing actor ever and stuff. Mm. I wouldn't say like I disagreed with that, but I just hadn't had any movie that really like impacted me that he had done other than Aladdin because that's childhood.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> but I mean, after seeing this movie, it does give me that kind of feeling like shit i wish i would have seen i, more I wish more he could have gone on to do more stuff yeah. like this and there i'm sure there is a lot of stuff oh, yeah. like it that it's... i haven't just consumed yet
1: i i really like robin williams he yeah. was an actor that always like really resonated with me um, I think it's because, again, I grew up with his movies. I grew up with The Birdcage, mm. Mrs. Doubtfire. I feel like my parents are really big Robin Williams fans because when I brought <laughs> up that I was doing this today to my mm. mom, she's like, oh, my goodness, you hadn't seen The Birdcage? Oh, my God. And, <laughs> and then I brought up that you hadn't seen Mrs. Doubtfire, and that was way worse. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, that'll be next yes. week, then. <laughs> oh,
0: I just remember the other Robin Williams movie I've seen. It was Jumanji. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the original. No, that one, for Jumanji. sure.
1: Yeah, but... Um, <laughs> I remember that it really resonated with me. He is also, he just seemed like a really cool guy. Mm. Like, um, he definitely had a lot of demons and stuff. But uh, my favorite story with him is when Christopher Reeve, um, he was the first person to make Christopher Reeve laugh and make him think that things were going to be okay after he had his accident. Oh, really? Because he uh, came in dressed up, uh, putting on an accent into christopher reeve's hospital room pretending to be a proctologist who needed to uh, do an examination (laughs) and uh christopher reeve always said um that that made him um feel like everything was going to be all right and things were going to be fine they actually graduated in the same group at juilliard oh really i was gonna say i
3: I didn't even know they had any kind of relationship i was like where does this tie Um, in they they
1: graduated (laughs) in the same group at juilliard
3: oh okay so yeah He's a full circle of Superman. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yes, yes.
3: Had they ever actually done a movie together?
1: I don't know. I just know that they were like roommates and you know, it's like weird roommate pairings. Yeah, yeah. well I
3: mean it it'd be like if you <laughs> if you had to do a movie today, he, Christopher Reeves would be the quiet one, and Robin Williams would be the one who gets him to go to the party or whatever. That super bad uh
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. dynamic
3: that they do in every teenage movie now.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: Go, uh, go see Brain Smarts, everyone. Book Smarts, Book Smarts, that one too. Yeah, go see them both.
0: (laughs) Sponsor us, Book (laughs) Smarts, and Brain Smarts, and Brain Smarts, Brain Smarts, stupid. (laughs) You need some Brain Smarts.
3: (laughs) I need more Brain Smarts. (laughs) Um, Shit. I had something on my mind, too, and I lost my train of thought. I was to no, say, my
1: train of thought is now on famous roommate pairs that are unlikely, and <laughs> all I ever come back to is Tommy Lee Jones and Al Gore were roommates at Harvard. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so, like, he, it's just weird, because Tommy Lee Jones campaigned for Al Gore. <laughs> um, really? His, yeah. Oh, that's kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, room- they were roomies. Uh,
0: Jeff uh, Garland and Conan O'Brien, they were roommates yeah. in Chicago. Uh, Tommy Chong and Jordan Belfort were cellmates. <laughs> and Tommy Chong convinced him to write uh, the Wolf of Wall Street, which then went on to be the movie. Really? Yeah, uh, I didn't know that. Yep.
1: Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, like
0: he'd convinced him to write his story, basically.
3: Right. Okay. So wait a minute. Um, is this when Tommy Chong went to prison after selling bongs on the internet? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> <what this laughs> or was this was like from. younger? I mean, I don't know how old Jordan Belfort is.
0: I don't either. I know Tommy Chong's pretty old, but yeah,
3: he's pretty old. But yeah. he went to that doesn't mean anything. Like in the early two thousands. <laughs>
1: Maybe probably I, was early two thousands because I mean Wolf of Wall Street is like very eighties nineties. Right. So.
0: Tommy Chung But I didn't even know like when. Jordan is
3: the Wolf of Wall Street based on a book first, yes, and then it got made into a movie.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. it's Jordan Bell. It's the actual Jordan Belfort's
3: like what autobiography. He did. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't know like when that was even written either. Uh,
0: the Oscar nominated film is based on the book that Belfort wrote after being released in prison in two thousand six. So probably oh, okay. it's, probably 2000s. it's two thousands imprisonment.
3: I wonder who went to prison for longer, Tommy Chong or Jordan Belfort? <laughs> Good question. Who even
1: knows? Like...
3: I haven't seen The Wolf of Wall Street since it came out. I thought you were going to say gonna say, I thought
1: you were you say ever.
3: In that stat-
0: statement, we're going to have to watch it then. No,
3: yeah. I've seen it. I saw it on Christmas Day, actually. Or nice. Christmas Eve. Oh. We always go to a movie for my dad's oh, birthday. Oh, okay. Fun.
0: <laughs> nice. This is just going to turn into The Wolf of Wall Street podcast wait, wait, now. <laughs> well, maybe we could do Wolf of Wall Street at some point, but... <laughs> uh, We can talk Robin Williams. Um, It's
1: also a musical, everybody. So, uh, La Cage à Faux, which um, The Birdcage is based on, is a musical. Is Um, it?
3: I knew it said it was based on that. I didn't know if it was just a play or what Uh, it was. La Cage à
1: Faux is um, a play in like a book, but then it was made into a musical. Okay. Yeah, actually. Connection to the producers again, <laughs> uh, John Barryman, who um, plays the head stormtrooper in the two uh, thousands producers, um, oh, yeah, yeah. guy who sings uh, "Springtime for Hitler." Um, he has been in La Cage aux He played uh, Albert, basically, oh, or really? whatever. The, yeah, the Albert character.
2: Man,
3: he's yeah. a very he's very masculine. for the yes, <laughs> Albert character though.
1: He is so yeah. <laughs> it's also weird to hear him talk because uh, he does have a Scottish brogue. does he really yeah um he um moved from scotland to like the chicago area when he was like 12 so Hmm. he has um both dialects um because he got bullied at school for having a scottish accent (laughs) so he also has a midwestern accent so it's
3: that's pretty good to have i guess yeah Yeah. (laughs)
1: it's a very neutral accent
3: (laughs) i guess probably the only reason they changed the movie's title to the birdcage is so most people can can't pronounce what, Le Le Kajafo, Kajafo. which is yeah. the birdcage in French. Yep. Okay. <laughs> is uh the nightclub called Le Faux and the play and musical I then?
1: I think so. It's been so long since I've seen them. Mm. Um, because I saw the I saw the musical when I was in high school. I want to say. Oh yeah. May have been middle school actually. Um, me.
3: The musical me live see. or a recorded of it? Um, I saw it. it
1: live. Okay, uh, cool. In Chicago. Or maybe Milwaukee. I don't know. It has been a long time. <laughs> um, oh, I didn't realize La Cage a Faux, uh The musical is by uh, Harvey Harvey Fierstein. So
3: what has he done? Yeah,
1: um, he is uh, the original Edna Turnblad in Hairspray. Um, Ooh, I
3: haven't seen Hairspray. I remember when uh, John Travolta did it, but.
1: It's awful. Um, yeah. It's so awful. I hate it. I hate, Fuck it. You, I hate John Travolta. it. The John Travolta <laughs> one or just Fuck Hairspray you. You. in general? Okay. I like Hairspray, the musical. Um, I actually saw John Panette play Edna Turnblad when I went and saw it oh, and, on Broadway, okay. and that was fantastic. Um,
3: he's the fat guy in The Punisher, if anyone doesn't know. Yeah. He's, <laughs> um,
1: so you haven't seen Mrs. Doubtfire, but he's Uncle Frank. And Mrs. Doubtfire, you know, the matchmaker matchmaker where they uh, uh, give him a new face. They show up and I want you to make me a woman. Oh, it's Again. been so long since I've seen uh-huh. it. I don't even remember that. Oh, part. Independence Day. He's Marty.
3: I haven't seen Independence Day. What? <laughs> I, haven't <laughs> I haven't seen Independence Day.
0: Oh, um, shit. Actually, next week is the 4th of July, so we should probably watch Independence Day for sure next you week. Should. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Good call, sir. Yeah, cool. Have Sweet. you seen it, John? Hell yeah, I've seen Independence Day. Oh, pardon me, Miss, I haven't seen Mrs. Delphire. Did you just call me Miss? Hasn't seen Mrs. Delphire. I, I had the tur in there. I just um, left it out. He
1: was Yao's voice in Mulan. Oh, that guy. Yes, that <laughs> oh, guy. Oh, I know that guy. There we go. So yeah. Um... He.
3: Oh, he's also in a duplex. He plays the old lady's son and the realtor, who tricks like young couples into going into this duplex. Ah. Never even heard of it. Fun. Oh, it's with Ben Stiller and uh, Drew Barrymore.
0: Yeah. And that guy. Cool.
1: Sorry, I'm finding out fun. Um, so, faux, bakaja faux, uh, literally means the cage of madwoman. However, faux <laughs> is also slang, a slang term for effeminate homosexuals or queens. Oh. Thanks, Wikipedia. Uh, I knew um,
3: Fay was that. But...
1: Yeah, but faux. Uh, faux. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, so.
3: It's spelled like F A U X, right?
1: Um, F O L L E S. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, French no, is weird. Nope.
2: I,
3: thought, like, I think at the end of the movie, though, Le it's spelled F A U X. No. In the credits, though. Because
1: faux, F A U X, is false. Right. That's
3: Maybe my brain just turned it into that. Like I said, I need more brain smarts.
0: Yes, you do. could probably use a little myself, though.
1: So, yeah, the nightclub is Le Cage Faux. The chorus line known as Le Cage.
3: Who? Yeah. Who was this guy in the movie? I don't recognize this face.
0: It says it's from the birdcage by It says Mike Nichols in the birdcage, but Mike Nichols I think was the director. Oh yeah.
1: Oh, okay.
3: I was like, this looks like Conan O'Brien and Alec Baldwin had a child. Yes, it does.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: looks like Ginger Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Sorry, Mike Nichols. <laughs> well, yeah, he knows. I'm sure he knows. Diane Wiest?
1: Yep, Diane Wiest. Okay,
3: yeah, I like her a lot. She's, um, she's one of the moms in parenthood. She's really funny. I couldn't remember her name, though. Like, when I was watching the movie, I was like, I can't think of her
0: name. She was like one of my favorite characters.
1: She's, <laughs> she's great. Trying to patch everything up with a nice, lovely white wedding.
0: <laughs> right. With
1: a diplomat, <laughs> cultural a attache. Pushing. Oh. Yeah, I was this a little isn't...
3: bit bummed that she was still very much like, though, also still like the very waspy type character when they found out that they were a gay couple. I was like, ah, come on. Man.
0: But yeah. also she seemed <laughs> to have been on board basically immediately. She's like, they're men. They're both men. Well, she like, knew like... what
3: was going on, but she still didn't like it, <laughs> which was kind of the bummer.
1: I mean, she really got into being in drag, though, yeah. like at the end. We're...
3: Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was also surprised that she wasn't more offended by the. I've never done this with a guy before. <laughs> she's like, she's probably just like, drive. "What the hell? Today
1: has been a wash. Let's fuck it. Just fuck
3: it." <laughs> but yeah, uh, I didn't realize the movie was rated R either until I heard the couple fucks. I was like, "Oh,
1: okay, cool." Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, except I can see why it was easily edited for TV because oh, yeah. I like, mean, there's they... nothing too offensive. Yeah, there's
3: not like nudity or anything. Yeah. No, in it. it's
1: just you know. Just a Drop that movie. A yeah. Times.
3: But yeah, and also it's not like fuck this, fuck that, every line. It just, yeah, no. It's just, like, when it comes in, it's useful. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Like, fuck the shrimp. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I liked the redecorating of the apartment. That's one of my favorite parts. Like, don't add, just, just subtract. A
3: giant crucifix <laughs> of Jesus, too.
1: I like how you've decorated, it's very austere. <laughs>
3: I oh, think Nancy the moose head Drew. probably would have looked more masculine. <laughs> <I know.
1: laughs>
3: or probably a little less out of place than the giant Jesus cross.
1: Giant crucifix. Just or are we crucifying right someone, too? <laughs> um, well,
0: you have the entire collection of Nancy Drew.
1: <laughs> Sit!
0: <laughs> Please.
1: <laughs> you need more ice. Everybody needs more ice.
3: <laughs> oh, uh, those are my mom's. <laughs> like I said, though, I felt bad, like, every time... Uh, nathan lane tried to like help okay. out or then the whole time they're redecorating the apartment it's just like oh, i feel bad that this kid's not getting What an asshole like <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah i was so like th-
3: th- that's the only way i could see him as being a 20 year old is like he's just not acknowledging just, yep. other people <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like well you selfish prick okay <laughs> like, i guess you are 20.
1: 20 yeah you know sometimes you think back to it and you're like god i was awful <laughs> like
3: I guess it kind of paid off where he, like, finally came clean like, for okay. everyone. Yeah, But it's like... I mean, but at that point, you know you're found out. You might like, as well. Like, come on. <laughs> it's like, you could have come out about this a while ago. Yeah. It's
1: like, um... Whatchamacallit? Barbie. She seemed way cooler with, you know, Mrs. Coleman.
3: Yeah. Than,
1: <laughs> than anyone else.
3: I couldn't, like, uh, tell if she was as cool or not or because she just... told the initial lie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, I mean... Also, not to be this person. It was a different time. Oh, yeah. Um,
3: <laughs> and then also, I mean, if you kind of like look at it as an 18-year-old who's just trying to get through this situation like, yeah. and not like, thinking it out anyway. It's like, like if you're getting married, there's going to be anniversaries and like stuff that, that they'll probably all attend again anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess like as an 18-year-old plot, I guess it kind of pans she, out. She was like, trying just... to
1: tell them in stages. Like... <laughs>
0: just just got to get through this one evening. Yeah. <laughs>
3: But I did like the, I mean, I. it was a weird uh, relationship between um, Val's real mom.
1: Yeah. Um, where
3: they were, like, cool.
1: S- yeah. Because it
3: was, like, well, not Val and her, but um, Robin Williams and her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were, like, kind of cool with their arrangement. Like, she got to have her yeah, career have and to have... he took the baby. Yep. Yeah. I was like, huh. And uh, I, I'm kind of curious as to more of, like, how that happened. Like, that almost could have been a movie in itself where he tells mm-hmm. the backstory. He's like, well, oh, you know, I was gay, but I was like, let's see what the straight guys are talking about. Yeah. And he had sex with this woman one time and ended up getting her pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, that could be its own movie. Oh, Just yeah. like, that whole... Like a
0: comedy of errors there, too.
3: Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, a little bit parent-trappy, too. Huh? Just take yeah. one kid and then... Whatever, but... His and her's kids. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh... Like the fact that she was like, he was like still cool with her. Like they, mm-hmm. when they met back up, it was like, ah, old yeah. times. Remember like, that? <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, it doesn't, didn't seem like either of them had reason to be like mad at the other or anything.
3: Well, I mean, Robin Williams could be mad at her as like a negligent parent, but at the same time, not because he's their, not attracted I to her. I think that anyway. was their
1: arrangement though. Like, well, that's yeah. what I got you know, too. She, he gave her money, but he got to have the kid. Mm-hmm. That may have been, like, their, their choice, because this was probably one of the only ways for him to have a kid at that point.
3: Right. Well, also, yeah. a bold move to, well, I guess he would have been 30. He said he was 50 in the movie. Yeah. So, yeah. I guess, I mean, I guess it's not that bold to have a kid at 30, but. No. no. I mean, he wasn't with Albert at the time. No. So, I mean, he just was a single gay dad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: I I only say gay because it's already hard being a single dad, but gay in the 80s and and 90s. There
1: was (laughs) really no way to have a kid at that point because, I mean, that's still an issue today is um, gay adoption. Is it really? Yeah. Um, Actually, I think it's South Carolina recently passed a law that you can discriminate for adoptions on the basis of um, homosexuality. Really? Yeah. Oh. So you got to be like good heterosexuals to adopt. Well.
3: (laughs) Stay out of south carolina i guess yeah. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> go adopt north carolina babies they'll yeah. be cooler anyways i
1: <laughs> still hang his area always yeah. can't walk with great. can't walk with shoes on
3: <laughs> yeah the <laughs> first fall when he's going down the stairs <laughs> that one got me like Pratt falls like i just watched done. Falls. yeah well i just got done watching the chris farley documentary the new one on AE. Mm. and uh, every and fall they show in that still made me laugh even when they're talking about his drunk problem was way out of hand, and then they cut down the <laughs> of him falling. I was like, All
0: right, <laughs> why did you do that? The editor there has good comedic timing.
3: <laughs> I mean, it still makes you laugh, but then you're like, it's hmm, yes, very, uh, very serious tones.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so, this is like weird, but I think some of those drag queens who were in this movie were also in a movie called Car- Connie and Carla. It was written by the woman who wrote uh, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, and she also stars in it. Oh, really? And it's about a drag club. It's about two <laughs> women who hide out from the mob that is chasing them because they accidentally took, like, a kilo of cocaine. Uh, <laughs> All right. right? <laughs> yeah. and uh they And saw, they, they saw a man murdered. It's not the greatest of movies. I love it. Um, they saw a man murdered, and they decide to pretend that they're men and hide in a drag club and I could swear that some of the drag queens in this movie were also in that movie and I need to look that up.
3: (laughs) So wait, Connie and Carla are disguising themselves to look like men looking like women?
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes.
3: That sounds like it'd be even harder to do than just be a guy trying to make yourself look as much like a woman as possible.
1: It's not high art but it's very funny.
3: (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm surprised it's only 2004. I hadn't heard of this one oh, either. was
1: that long ago? Oh, my goodness.
3: Tony Collette.
1: I want to say We Are Family is on that soundtrack, <laughs> too.
3: It's also the we leading song. We are
1: family. Oh,
3: Debbie Reynolds appears as herself in that movie. She does. Oh, uh, Don Ackerman, Ackerman uh, is the super Fay guy.
1: Yes. <laughs> Everyone
3: remembers the super Fay guy. I didn't
1: realize that Tom Hanks was one of the producers. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you know what? He would actually be good in the producers. I could see him playing Leo Bloom.
1: Oh yeah.
3: Well maybe not now. Like you but now younger. We'd have to be Max Bialystok. Yeah. I would actually say the Producers was one of my first steps into um musicals other than you know Disney and stuff. Yeah. But like when uh, that came out, I was also or when I saw it, it was around the same time I saw um the episode of Curb where Mel Brooks casts um <laughs> Larry David as Max Bialystok. Yeah. With Ben Stiller being Leo Bloom. Oh. And Ben Stiller's like, are, are you sure you can do it? I mean, uh, you know, he, re- he really casted you as uh, Max? He's <laughs> just kind of, like, suggesting that Larry David can't do it. <laughs> but, and then I was like, oh, wait, there's, like, different cast for... Because I had seen that movie and, like, knew it as a movie and then realized that it's act an actual Broadway yes. play that... Uh, Matthew Broderick, and Nathan Lane they
1: were the performed in cast. on stage. Yep. Um.
3: And then, like, um, so, and then, like, with John, uh, who loves uh, what's the newest one that everyone loves? Hamilton. Hamilton. <laughs> and then realizing that there's different cast for <clears> that <throat> also when it's, like, known for having uh, the Wayne Brady in the cast and stuff and, like, um, who's the well, guy who wrote it? Uh, Lin-Manuel, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Miranda. Lin-Manuel Miranda. But he can't perform that Everywhere, so no. when they do it in other places, it's well, obviously
0: a different oh, Wayne cast. Brady yeah, tour was,
1: has, yeah, um,
0: well, and Wayne Brady was only in it in Chicago. Well, I don't know if he was only in it in Chicago, but he was in it Chicago. in Chicago for like three months. Oh, I
3: thought he did it with the original nope. cast, Mm-mm. also. Nope. Oh, oh, okay, no, uh,
1: I was just Odom excited Jr. to hopefully see it with Wayne burr. Brady. Um, but yeah, no, touring casts and touring productions are uh, really a huge thing. Um, I have oh, a few shit. friends who've traveled in touring productions because. Again, music major. Yeah. Um, and then um, I've I've played for a couple of touring productions because um, the, the cello market is not... Th- that uh, There's not a lot of people in it, um, especially in this area. So right. if something comes through and they're like, hey, these three people can't do it, so uh, we're calling you now. Uh, oh, that's
3: awesome, though. Yeah, it yeah. pays well. Uh, job it, security.
1: Yeah, job security is, is pretty great. Um, but... Um, yeah. No. So touring productions are really, really cool. And sometimes that's how people get their start. Um, so Raul Esparza is um, a really famous Broadway actor. He was in um, the revival of Company. Um, I got to see him play Che in Evita, which oh, is really? one of my favorite. Also, uh, my dad got to see the original Broadway cast of Evita. So you're talking like Mandy Patinkin, Patti LuPone, like oh, okay, just cool. big names. And that was when they used to do um, a lot of times when uh, shows before they went to New York, they'd do previews in Chicago. Mm. Um, so that's how he got to see that.
3: Well, there's the Mandy Patinkin Theater yep. on. Uh, it's one of the Columbia College buildings.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so cool stuff.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I it's just stuff theater. like I didn't know about. And st- oh yeah, know, no. I, I'm not a theater major by any means. I was in a play in seventh grade, but nice. that was that's the extent of my theater. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: obviously, I have a fine actor. I was in the I, play. <laughs>
3: I was Rapunzel's prince. Let me <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs>
1: Got rave reviews. Broadway World did a write-up.
3: Well, I won't say it's because of me, but they did eventually make my play into a movie, Into the Woods. You may have heard of it. Was that a good movie? I don't know.
1: Uh, It it was. It was actually not bad. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, because, you know, sometimes movie musicals can be a real mess. Hairspray. (laughs) Yeah. I hate that movie so much,
3: John Travolta. You're not welcome on this podcast. Yes. No, like <laughs> he, he's one I'm okay with saying. Like you know what? Up. Well, no. I like John Travolta. I was just kidding. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> not <laughs> no. <now>. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: no, he like ruined any goodwill I had towards him with that. um Now is it
3: his fault or is it like maybe a director's fault?
1: No, it was him because he told uh directors that he didn't want to play it too faggy. Or, oh. like, too gay or something like that. How can you
3: not? You're playing a fat mom. Uh,
1: drag queen. Yeah. Like, oh, he's yeah, a drag no, queen in yeah, that? No, um, fat mom. But oh. he's <laughs> it's traditionally in drag. Because, um, yeah. And, yeah, no. He was awful. He was awful. He was <laughs> so horrible. And the uh, I actually like Hairspray Live that they did on television oh, really? better than I like the actual movie. <laughs> um, yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I hated having to show it for my musical unit because it was part of the curriculum. It,
3: that's just, part of the curriculum?
1: It was part... We had to do Hairspray, and also um, the school I was at did Hairspray this year. Oh, okay. um, I ended up not being super involved with it, but also we did Hairspray with Not Enough Black Kids. So that was really interesting because there's an entire segregation part to Hairspray oh. that just, I don't think, really resonated. <laughs> also, the kid who was saying, um, there's um, a song... Um, Run until that where it's the darker the berry the sweeter the juice and um, Nomar is a very light skinned Latino Um, (laughs) so he was always like it feels weird singing this I'm like go for it it's not offensive Um, yeah no.
3: Well, now I feel like I need to see hairspray. I just yeah. I feel like I'm out of context. It's so bad,
1: so bad. <laughs> well,
3: not the movie. I'll I'll see something else of hairspray. Yeah.
1: Just uh, listen to the original Broadway cast recording or something. <laughs> it's a much better experience. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <Whew. laughs> Watch the John Waters like uh, original.
3: Uh, Pink Floyd John Waters.
1: Um. Pink flamingos, or nope.
3: yeah. Uh, there's oh no, that's Roger Waters. That's yeah. the singer of Pink Floyd.
0: Okay, the, the dude with the little mustache.
1: The the the, the little mustache. John,
0: uh, you'll recognize him the millisecond you pull a picture of him up.
3: Uh, he looks familiar, but that guy.
1: <laughs> he does make an appearance in the Hairspray movie. He's the Flasher who lives next door.
3: Gross. <laughs> The flasher literally is in like flashing like, yep, people. Yep. Okay, okay.
1: Yep, trench coat and all. Huh.
3: April twenty second is
1: that Earth Day?
0: I don't is that know. the twenty fourth? I have no I idea. I
1: don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you people out there listening know the answer, let us know.
3: <laughs> Please comment, uh, like, and subscribe. I'm
2: <laughs> um, calling now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, is that my phone going off? Let me just check <laughs> it real quick. <laughs>
0: Yes, it is Earth Day.
3: (laughs) That would be really weird because it would be like two (laughs) weeks from now. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) It was Earth Day. (laughs) Uh. I'm all off my tabs now. Everyone's looking at Connie and Carla, John Waters.
0: (laughs) They're all over the place. (laughs) Dan Futterman. Who I forgot to close out of his picture on here. Cause I was going to point out that he looked like uh, Bradley Cooper, and uh, <coughs> I had to close out for something, and I came uh, back, and his face was still on my phone. I'm like, what
3: the fuck? Yeah, uh, you probably made it your wallpaper. You like Dan Futterman. Uh, no, okay. currently <laughs> my,
0: my wallpaper's from the Umbrella Academy. The Umbrella Academy? Yeah, it's a show on Netflix oh, that was originally yeah. a comic book. It's pretty good, except
1: for the violin playing. It's very fake. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, is it like a bad sync-up or something? Oh, it's just so bad. It's like... <laughs> Uh, I made students watch it and like tell me what was wrong with it. Oh really? Yeah. Um he got to sit next to me as we watched it and he was watched me be like, oh no,
3: fuck that. No. Is that stuff you just like cringe at yeah. when you actually see it? Yeah.
1: Um the I think the it's one of the worst that I've seen for fake playing. Uh, the other one is the girl who plays the cello in Mona Lisa Smile is just so awful. I think her cello's on the wrong shoulder. it's <laughs> just like <laughs> Why? Why even try? Just give her a trumpet at that point. Like,
3: Have you seen Law Abiding Citizen? Uh, yes. How was the cello playing in that? Do you remember?
1: I don't remember.
3: Okay. Because they have uh, the whole uh, montage of his... Um, uh, Jamie Foxx's. Thank you. Jamie Foxx's daughter playing mm. the cello on stage, and it's cutting back to Gerard Butler <laughs> cutting that up that, that guy. I think that that one
1: might be okay. Um, oh, what, what actor... Um, so in Mozart in the Jungle, it was an Amazon series... Hmm. Um, they had an actor who actually plays the cello, (laughs) play, play someone who plays the cello. And it was like super, um,
3: intelligent choice.
1: (laughs) Uh, yeah. Uh, Dermot Mulroney.
3: Dermot Mulroney.
1: Yeah. Um, (laughs) he plays the cello because all of a sudden I was watching that show and I was like, that's like real, (laughs) like (laughs) Nah.
3: So that surprises you more often than actually... Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs) Like, all of a sudden, you'll see somebody playing, and you're like, oh, oh, they actually know what they're doing. Uh,
3: I listen to Bill Burr's podcast, The Comedian, Mm -hmm. and um, he plays the drums also. Oh, okay. And so he's talked about before, though, like, every music video from the 80s, like, whenever they'd hit the snare, it's like a kick drum playing at the... I yeah. mean, I'd mean, i imagine drums is really bad drums, just because there's, so, there's much so much to do and like yeah
1: <laughs> people get it wrong all the time
3: <laughs> and there's not like a lot of nuance to drum because like you see it come down and you know what sound each drum is supposed to make
1: yes <laughs> yeah yeah that's always yeah, yeah. <laughs> watching play, people play instruments and in movies and things makes me cringe now <laughs>
3: have you seen whiplash
1: Yes, How I that then? I love Whiplash. Okay, okay? like
3: <laughs> I really liked it too. That
1: that is one of my favorite like movies centered around music. Yeah, um, I wish there was like a school edit that I could show and be like, see, I could be worse, guys. You <laughs> think I'm
3: mean? Look at that. Like, well, it'd be funnier if you just showed it to him, like actually bleeping everything out. And just <laughs> say like, imagine what this could be.
2: <laughs> just, <laughs> just imagine, imagine what the words he's saying. That are being said. <laughs> you know,
3: there's some messed up stuff playing. Just imagine what he's saying. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw the American Dad episode that um, parodies Whiplash or The Clown School and Roger's the Clown Teacher. uh, I'm going to have to watch that. that. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. Steve goes to Clown School. He's like, I can't wait to finally see who my teacher is. Wait, it's going to be Roger, isn't it? It's totally going to be Roger. And then Roger comes through the door and he's like, he's wearing um, a really tight black t-shirt and his arms are jacked. And he has like the uh, hair pattern that he has. We, we need yeah, to watch this. Really I <laughs> like the
1: Bongo Cat version of Flip Flash. Bongo Cat? This is a little bit yeah, with The, yeah. the drums. Um, I'll just
3: show you a picture. It's an of
1: adorable it. cat playing the drums, being yelled <laughs> at a lot by JK Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, bongo.
3: I spelled it with a K because I'm stupid. Bondo, bongo Cat. Oh,
0: that? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I also like the weird L parody of that. <laughs> nice. Where he's announcing one of his tours, but like he splices himself into the scene with JK Simmons. <laughs> Here, hold on, Not I'm gonna
2: tempo.
3: We do this every once in a while. We yes! just play a video. Uh okay. little we'll trouble there. Pick it up at
0: seventeen. <laughs> not, not quite my tempo. <laughs> Three, four, five, six, Down beat on eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen whiplash john yes i have i love that movie <laughs> All right, it's on. weirdly one of those movies that as soon as it's done i could turn right back on and watch again yeah well it's
3: it really is like one of those roller coaster type movies where yes. it's like oh jesus um now i gotta look up the american text just so you can see roger as him because it looks so close <laughs> it's like oh my god that's one of the better like caricatures of someone
0: i can't wait to meet who my teacher is going to be it's going to be roger as <laughs> it
3: <laughs> i don't want to do your survey yep. okay here we go <laughs>
0: look to your left look to your right by the end of the semester 60% of you will be dead by your own hands the rest will be clowns you dig? okay I'm out of here Huh? Ah, I'm, I'm a little confused
3: because you said here on your application you wanted to be a clown more than anything so what's your gooch? gooch is horn corn for clown name horn corn is horn corn for clown lingo I'm gonna be hawking a lot of horn corn around
2: here you dig? so what's your gooch? <laughs>
3: I don't know why I had to play, like...
0: Most of the episode to
3: get there? Right. Uh, not a good editor. <laughs> oh, I just made the image bigger again. But yeah, uh, so if you want to go see that episode, go see that one. It's uh, uh, it's the same one where Haley uh, starts becoming a... Uh, no, 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 no. That... What? The description is wrong, too. It's the same episode where Haley... Uh, or where Stan... Uh, repaints a mural that's in Langley okay. it has been defaced by a bunch of graffiti. Okay, and he uh, he also ends up surgically changing Haley's face. Oh yeah, thank you for yeah, telling me welcome. not to
0: close that. Yeah. <laughs> it
2: would
1: have been
3: a poor
0: we almost choice. yeah we almost lost the recording there. <laughs> well, I mean it would have saved what we had. Yeah, I know, but then hopefully. Yeah,
3: it would have. It would, well, we're yeah. an hour and five minutes
0: though. Oh, I bet. <laughs> but yeah, go watch Whiplash. Yeah, a lot of horn corn going on in that yeah. movie. It's <laughs> Horn corn, horn corn from Clownling. <laughs> but anyways, you have the birdcage. Yeah, the birdcage. Oh, yeah. birdcage. <laughs> birdcage. Uh, a little bit of a departure there. Yeah, right. sorry. <laughs> very tonally different movie, Whiplashes. is. Uh, no, Jean... yeah,
1: nah, They're like exactly <laughs> the same tone. Like... <laughs>
0: uh, Jean Poirier? Po... Jean Poirier? Poirier, okay. Uh, he's the one who wrote it originally. So, and I was actually looking uh, at Mike Nichols' his, uh, IMDb uh he actually directed the graduate oh really yep oh and uh Don't 1966 like version of who's afraid of virginia wolf and then that. a bunch of other stuff the last thing he did was charlie wilson's war I oh love that movie.
1: Is isn't that tom hanks yep yep <laughs> yep and it's all about um So, one of my favorite uh, geopolitical areas is (laughs) Pakistan um, and South Asia and, like, India and Afghanistan and all that kind of conflict. So, Charlie Wilson's war is, like, really sums up about how, like, the U.S. really fucked up in Pakistan. Okay. Because had they been able to fund schools and everything, um, the Taliban probably wouldn't have been able to take hold.
2: What
3: uh, um, years was this? This taking was
1: in place the in? Uh, 80s. Um, okay. So, the 80s uh, are when uh, the uh, United States trained uh, Osama bin Laden. Oh. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, fun fact. We learned our lesson that's from Vietnam. our fault. <laughs> um, so, um, he was a member of what's called the Mujahideen. Um, okay. And because this was during the 80s and the Soviet scares and stuff still going on. We Mm -hmm. were in the Cold War. The Soviets had uh, enroached into uh, Afghanistan, Pakistan. Um, And they needed help. So the U.S. decided to train these um, Mujahideen Mm. to fight uh, the Soviets. And did push them back but then uh did not provide any support or any like reconstruction efforts or any mm. infrastructure and like things were destroyed cuz there'd been a war right um, on their turf on their turf and the US just went okay good luck peace see ya <laughs> thanks um, for hooking us up by the way <laughs> yeah so then yeah there's like a bunch of weapons and then the people <clears throat> in power have them mm-hmm. um so yeah unfortunately that led to um you know the, Islamic law and uh jihad and uh eventually 11. So, okay, nice. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yay! <laughs> Geopolitical stuff.
3: Go see Charlie Wilson's war in theaters yes. now. Oh. Uh-huh. Maybe in ten years they'll put it back in theaters. Maybe. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: So you didn't like the graduate? No, I
0: didn't like That's the graduate. Okay. I, I wasn't that thrilled by it either. No. I, it really bothered kind of
3: me that everyone's like, It's the, uh, the graduate and then like there's some like everyone's walks boring. around saying plastics. I'm like, this movie sucked. Yeah, was... The music for it sucked. The t- Rosemary something in time. It, it, oh, well, that, uh... that stupid song that plays through so Here's much of it. You. No. Not well, that one's a one. Good. The, yeah, the, well, that one, yeah. I like that one. No, but, but the, the... the really uh, song. Scarborough Fair. Is that what it is? Oh, Scarborough yeah, Fair. That song sucks. And I didn't really see how it like fit with the movie.
1: Discord.
3: yes okay yeah there. horrible yeah. flashbacks now
0: yeah <laughs> for some weird reason that was always on tunnel seasons. radio
1: at, like disney that was another one that sometimes showed up that played uh, at disney well it's okay so um underneath the magic Co- magic kingdom there are um tunnels Called Utilidors. Oh, that's Um, where the
3: characters go through. Well,
1: everybody does. Um, You're not allowed to cross lands in certain costumes. So if you are, like, you know, let's say a. Prospector at Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, it wouldn't really make sense for you to walk through Adventureland, would it? So you got to <laughs> go down in the tunnels and they smell like trash and uh, they haven't been updated in a while. And this, uh, Disney has a system called AVAX where it's like basically a high speed trash chute and it shoots the trash out at like 60 miles per hour awesome. to like central stuff. It would be awesome, but they don't do the upkeep on it. So oh. eventually you'll be walking through the tunnels and all of a sudden there's like puddles of trash juice and then it drops on.
3: gets in cinderella's (laughs) wig
1: her weave is just like so messed up like
3: it's the same one from the 50s so (laughs) Uh,
1: maybe or the 70s
3: when when does disney get
1: uh disney world uh was opened in uh 1971
3: okay so 70s 70s. i was like 50s that's too old that's not right i mean
1: cinderella the movie itself was released in the 50s yeah
3: yeah Yeah. that's why i thought that i was like no you know
1: 1971 for magic kingdom
3: have you seen uh, Saving uh, Mr. Banks? Yes. Did you like that movie?
1: <laughs> I did. However, I can see why um, the estate was not happy. Not the Disney estate, but, um, oh, what's her face? The um, lady who wrote? Yeah. Okay. Um, I can see where she she may not have been happy because she hated what Walt Disney did. Um, with her beloved Mary Poppins. Oh,
3: she she did hate it overall. She
1: hated it. She hated it. Oh my goodness! That's um, there were plans for like sequels and stuff uh-huh. that they just like got from the estate. That's why they were able to do Mary Poppins Returns, which I still haven't seen. and need to, <laughs> um, but uh, so Disney had wanted to make all these sequels, and she went, "No, fuck that! I'm not giving you any more rights to my books." And then I think the estate, I think Disney finally offered them enough money. Mm. So um,
3: Tolkien's the same way. Christopher Tolkien's not giving any more rights to like the Silmarillion or anything like yeah. that. Well, it's because really the Hobbit's. The choice. Sucks. The
1: Hobbit was
3: pretty gnarly. It was like the George Lucasification of Peter Jackson.
0: But still by Peter Jackson. Well,
1: that's
3: what so I'm saying. Peter it was Jackson. like him becoming like George Lucas, where it's like, yeah. why are you doing all of
0: this? It was this supposed to be Del Toro first. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that would have been. And it was only going to be two better. movies.
1: Yeah, I which think the, the whole three movies thing—that's a cash grab. Come yeah.
0: on, like. Well, it's, well, I mean, they did every YA book. The last in the series, they always had to make it to. Yeah,
1: which I Twilight, never. Twilight,
0: Harry Potter, Harry po- I didn't understand with definitely
1: follows because like.
0: Well, so that they could do the last long movie. Enough. Well, then they could
3: do the last movie a big old battle.
1: Yeah, but.
3: I wish uh, six would have been two movies because there's a lot going on in six. That was like my favorite book. It was also the first book that I read before seeing the movies because I had caught up at that point. Okay. So then when I saw the movie, I was like, Fuck, this
1: sucks. Okay, I got so mad because I'm like, there's not. when's is... when is the fighting going to start? When's the yeah, battle?
3: Because there's What's... like a whole... Th- when he takes Felix Felicis and starts running through Hogwarts, right? fighting off the wizards, kind of like what happens at the end of, s- of
1: 8, the... 7, part 2. Yeah, 7, and part 2. And I was two. like, that
3: would have been and cooler like, in like, 6.
1: Oh, well, we didn't want to confuse the two battles. And I'm like, no, we wouldn't have because it was the sixth movie. Right. And I'm like... <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay. there's yep. There's a... Three-hour gap of the other movie that's going to be in between those two. So why would you yeah, get so them confused? I'm not
1: going to get confused at all. Like
3: <laughs> that's stupid. Yeah, no. well, I'm Going to get confused. This is six movies in. Like, are you going to confuse every scene they're walking down the hall at Hogwarts? That's stupid. Oh that's shit! I thought I was watching *Sorcerer's same. Stone*. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, what are these eighteen-year-olds doing here? When they get so old? <laughs> Man,
1: that's a weird, weird choice. Weird choice. Huh? Was that a flashback that we were watching
3: earlier? Oh, that was uh, seven hours ago in the, <laughs> in the marathon. Yeah. Sorry, ABC Family.
1: Or um, Prisoner if of Azkaban, where no one got a haircut. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> or a Goblet of Fire, <laughs> yeah, that gets even longer.
0: That was my favorite book, and also my favorite of the movies, Goblet of Fire. I love Goblet of Fire. Mm. But if we're talking scenes that were disappointed, we were, were cut. The one that was that I still remember is in uh, Sorcerer's Stone when they're going into like find. I don't remember what the the area is when they go oh, under the door that fluffy's garden oh okay to the Sorcerer's yeah, to stone the sorcerer's. yeah heading that way and they skip hermione's challenge where she figured out the potions yep i loved that part in the book oh i don't even remember that part of the book that's exactly that's a True. book i've only it read like, once like because it, it's uh, i think wizard's chest first yep then hermione like there's uh like a lineup of potions and she has to figure out which one isn't poison or some yeah, which shit. Which one's not going to
1: kill them. Oh, yeah,
0: and she figures call. it out because she's Hermione. And of course she does. But then for some reason she has to stay behind and then Harry goes and confronts, uh, I would say the only argument
3: for being able to do that is because Her- 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 Harry, Harry fuck. <laughs> Hermione like cleaned house on pretty much every other task they had throughout the movie anyway. So like they already know she can handle herself. It is kind of weird that she would stay behind for Ron. It's almost kind of like foreshadowing what they end up together, I guess. Yeah. Seven movies later.
1: a a long ways. Yeah. But yeah,
3: I guess I would... I didn't even think about that, how she
0: doesn't get a task at the end. Yeah. Because they just leave. Yeah. They fucking leave Ron. It's like, (laughs) it'll be fine.
1: Um, (laughs) Sleep it off, Ron. You'll be fine.
3: You didn't even get stabbed. You just fell off a horse. You only fell five feet. This is Hogwarts.
0: This is like... A fucking Tuesday at the school, all
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I always wonder what that would be like. Because, like, so when there's an accident at school, like, you have to fill out an accident report and stuff. <laughs> like, Hogwarts would just be like, does this count as an accident? He only fell like five feet. It comes
3: with the territory.
1: His bones in his arm are going to regrow. It's gonna be fine. Well, first
3: of all, no one gave a shit about Harry <laughs> yeah, <laughs> back home anyway. Yeah,
1: like
3: That's true. So like they didn't even give a shit about like, an accident for him. Did he
0: die? No. Fuck. God damn it.
3: Like... Actually they would want him around just so that I don't know how taxes work in England, but they can use him as a
0: dependent. So <laughs> I don't know if you've actually spoken of two of the Dursleys. Have you heard the theory that, you know, like the Horcruxes like corrupt people and make them terrible. Oh, and And that because Harry's a Horcrux, like they like when they dropped them when Dumbledore dropped him off, they're like these people are fucking fantastic. They're such loving, caring parents. They didn't say that. No, no, no. that's his thought process. (laughs) He's like, and then like. Eleven years later, it's like no, they're shitheads. <laughs> it's because Harry's there and is like corrupting them with Voldemort's evil.
3: Yeah, that's a good thought. But you think, well, I guess.
0: I don't think I don't think J.K. <laughs> Rowling's thought that far ahead at that point. Well,
3: I mean, she'll probably add it in next year. Just say, oh, also yeah, that's what it they're was. all gay. Every single <laughs> yeah, person's <right>. gay.
0: <laughs> Which brings us back to the
3: Burkes. I was trying to remember uh, what's his a- aunt Petunia. She's oh, actually yeah. a-, a man. <laughs> yeah. Playing drag as a
0: woman, played by Nathan Lane. Yes. <laughs> you go and watch the movie now. It's somehow Nathan lands. Like,
1: wow! <laughs> it's just like magic. <laughs> J.K. Rowling was right. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
2: Oh,
3: another thing that I was like, having read the books after seeing the movies, but also having played the video game,
0: that the they just totally wrote out Peeves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But peeves did not exist in. I mean, she eventually kind of writes Peeves out entirely. I don't really remember him in later books. He's—I don't think he's even in anything after the second book. I think he's in three, a little bit. I
1: don't. They also do the get referenced, maybe, but I
0: mean, they do the same to all the ghosts, pretty much too. Yeah, like Nearly Headless Near Nick Headless stops Nick. showing up. Well, a I was lot. sad mm-hmm. that we
1: didn't get to see Nearly Headless Nick's Death Day party.
0: God, i love re- that scene. I love that scene, oh, love that scene in
1: that. the book, and oh. <laughs> Well, yeah.
0: am I? I might be mistaken, but I think they had originally wanted Eric Idle to play Peeves. I think I remember, I reading. Think I remember reading one, the one of the other Pythons. One of the, is, Oh is a Monty Python member. One I think one of them they wanted to be uh, Peeves.
1: I know my favorite of the Harry Potter video games are Lego Harry Potter. <laughs> um, yeah, they're so fun.
3: <laughs> oh okay yeah I know Eric Idle. <laughs> I haven't played Lego Harry Potter, but, um...
1: Dude, it's so fun, and there's, like, a lot of, like, little references to things. Mm. It's a lot of fun.
3: Well, they do a really good job with, like, inside joke references type stuff. The Lego games.
1: Yeah, that's... I love the Lego games. Um, I think the only one that I don't have out of, like, the movie tie-ins is the Incredibles one.
3: Oh. Yeah. I had, um, the Indiana Jones pack.
1: I like that one. Do you? Yeah, um... I like the Pirates of the Caribbean one as well. It's probably my least favorite out of them, though. Uh, but the Harry Potter ones are, like, my favorite. Mm. Actually, no. Uh, Jurassic, I like the
3: Star Wars ones. Jurassic yes. Park's
1: pretty good, but... I didn't even know like, they had a Jurassic okay, Park so one. Okay, so the Jurassic Park one, it's <laughs> the Jurassic World game, but you could to play through uh, not only Jurassic World, but all three of the original Jurassic Park movies. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah, it just sucks because you have to play through the second one. Uh, <laughs> that's usually where I get stopped and I'm like... Uh, Ugh. Yeah, John
3: Tron called it... Um, the lost potential because yes. <laughs> it could have been good. Yeah.
0: Well, anyway, the yeah. bird cage. The bird cage. <laughs>
1: the bird cage. I wish there was a Lego video game. Lego of the bird cage. Cage. Lego bird
0: cage. Well, maybe that's what that game was that you saw earlier. That was about <laughs> Beauty <laughs> the and the Beast. Lego,
1: the Lego version of the bird cage. <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe. <laughs> Probably not.
1: <laughs> it would almost,
3: I, if you wanted to make a game for the birdcage I think the only way to do it would be to make a Telltale game of it. Yeah. Where all your choices matter. Yes.
0: <laughs> and you you play as Armand.
3: No, you play as um, the senator. (laughs) So you have to make political decisions the whole time
0: amidst your scandal.
3: Oh my
1: goodness.
0: He's dead. He wasn't in his bed? Whose bed? A prostitute? (laughs) She was a minor? (laughs) Black?
1: Black. I don't know. He was smiling real big.
3: (laughs) I thought he looked weird, but he was smiling, so I thought it was fine. (laughs) His last words were, grab my wallet on the desk, chocolate. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh, I like how that just got worse and worse throughout the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: But yes, that was a good movie. That was a good one. And if you haven't seen it, see it. Definitely see it. It's apparently on Hulu. Hulu. Maybe Amazon Prime? I don't fucking know how we oh, got it. Was it wasn't for okay. me. It
1: was, it was on Prime for us. I'm going to check right When did now. you guys
3: watch it? Yesterday. Last
1: night. What the fuck?
3: <laughs> I swear to God, on the PlayStation 4 Amazon Prime app, it wasn't there. Right. Well, we used the uh, fucking Roku TV.
0: Roku. Amazon Prime. Always outdoing PlayStation.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it says it's on Prime still. Damn it.
0: Well, I think you just fucked up somehow.
1: Well,
3: it said it was unavailable.
0: Included
1: Prime... with Prime.
0: I
3: have Prime. Maybe you don't. It just took $119 out of my account. I know I have Prime. You better
0: fucking have Prime for $119. It's
1: like Amazon Music didn't work the other day. And I was like, I paid $83 for this. You really? need to work. Oh. Yeah. We, we use Amazon Music a lot, though, because we got all the Alexas.
3: I did. Well, okay. The Alexas makes sense. But I did use Amazon Music before Spotify. Because mm. Amazon Music was actually cool if you just had Prime. Now you have to pay for Unlimited and all this yeah. other crazy nonsense. Oh
2: like,
1: God, are you kidding me? Like, that sucks, but...
3: <laughs> I still use Apple Music.
1: Yeah. Spotify.
3: Every once in a while, they give me three months for 99 cents, and I cancel one account and start up a new one on a different nice. email. <laughs> Smart. Uh, that concludes the Spotify portion of this podcast. <laughs> please, uh, sponsor. <laughs> please sponsor. Please <laughs> yeah. sponsor Spotify. We, uh, our podcast is available on Spotify. <laughs> And iTunes. And iTunes. And YouTube.
0: And YouTube, still. Because, <laughs> Andrew, you watch it that way. Right. We don't get any analytics for it, but... No, you can go to... I mean, you can go to YouTube for it. I know, I'm analytics. saying, but
3: uh, we get all our analytics through um,
0: uh, Anchor. Yeah. Which that's Which that's we're, how... we're also available through Anchor. Mm-hmm.
3: And uh, if you're in Saudi Arabia, we know you're listening. And, and um, a handful of you in Taiwan. <laughs> Got
1: and a then... very diverse listener base, guys. <laughs>
3: and then Illinois and Wisconsin.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah.
0: And then the people that we know. <laughs>
3: Apparently Taiwan and Saudi Arabia is just like
0: Illinois and Wisconsin. Yeah. Indistinguishable yeah, <laughs> from the ex- Midwest. That, exactly, yeah. you know. That's what they say about those two countries. It's like Saudi Arabia, Taiwan is the exact same as Illinois to Wisconsin. Yeah. You know? Sounding
1: like live on Fisher Island, be buried <laughs> in Palm Beach. <laughs> Great family values then in Saudi Arabia. The, the yeah. best of Florida. <laughs> <laughs>
3: the best of the world is the Midwest uh, and Saudi Arabia and, and Saudi
1: Taiwan. Saudi Arabia. Yes. Man, I wouldn't call Palm Beach the best of Florida. <laughs> Sorry, just as Maybe somebody who the lived there for, for three Beach. years. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least they didn't say Tampa was the best area because Tampa's like Florida's armpit. <laughs> <laughs> or the the hillbillies up north. Cause, uh, in Florida, the further south you go, the more north you get. Um, because once you hit about Orlando, everyone's from uh, either the Midwest or uh, the oh, Northeast. That makes sense. Yeah.
3: My parents or my parents. My grandparents live in uh, central Florida.
1: Yep, that's where Orlando is. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, and then I did think The Birdcage did a wonderful job of depicting Miami traffic. As well <laughs> because been there. <laughs> South
3: Beach is Miami then. Uh yeah. Okay, South Beach. Okay. Is Miami. Well, I mean, uh, Robin Williams was very Miami vice the whole movie. Yes. You know, with yes. the mustache and the yes. white blazer and
1: <laughs> Yeah. 100%. I don't know. Miami. Miami. <laughs> Is Miami cool? Driving in Miami is the worst. (laughs) Miami's cool. Like, there's some really cool stuff, like, um, where the birdcage is supposed to be. Mm. Um, It's a whole bunch of Art Deco buildings, like, Mm. from the 1930s. Really cool architecture. Um, Really shitty drivers, though. (laughs) Um, We're either going 15 or we're going 90. Um, (laughs) There's really no in-between on the interstate.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, so then where... Val's mom was got, got stuck for yeah. that bridge.
1: So what would have been better is if she was, like, boxed in by, like, three uh, retirees. <laughs>
3: like, just be like... I was going to say, yeah, it's either all old people or people on coke driving, probably, <laughs> yeah, in Miami. Um,
1: there's also the tourists. Oh, yeah.
3: um Who are
1: maybe from a- regions or countries where the rules of the road aren't clearly defined.
2: <laughs> um,
1: that's what Florida is. Um, it's like... Yeah, no, um, uh, like I had friends who, um, two of my really good friends are from Europe and they refused to write turn on red when they, we lived in Orlando and like people would be honky at them and be like, fuck you, you gotta turn. I was like, it's a red light. <laughs> like we can't turn, it's a red light. And I'm like, no, Ashley, it's legal. This fucking country. <laughs> like, yeah.
3: Uh, My one buddy, he's uh, from the UK, but um, his parents are from South America. But anyway, they moved to Chicago, and he said his uh, mom almost got in an accident like dozens of times trying to make a left turn. (laughs) Thinking she could just make a left turn in front of everyone.
1: Yep, (laughs) (laughs) There are some (laughs) scary moments when you drive with people in Orlando. It's like, oh, you're not from here, but... You know, the, how different can the UK be? Very different. Right. Very different. Yeah. for Rules of the road. Yep.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> um, also, Ashley is. I know the merge like a zip thing. That is supposed to be the most efficient. But you still seem like a colossal tool if you drive past a line of traffic.
0: Wait, they merge like zippers instead.
1: So, yeah, merge like a zip instead. Like, like if so you know,
0: like uh, if you're trying to like get out of the. I mean, the place that I've seen it done the most when I used to go to the fireworks show and. Deloitte. It's you. drive you. Let one person in, then you go, and you let one person in, and then you. go. Oh, I've never seen it happen like that ever. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's it, that's it how never you, happens that, like that. Oh, it, it actually almost always does a, at that parking really? lot. Yeah, it goes like to plan? Like Clockwork for the most part. Well, that sounds See, nice. That's yeah, the nice way. And the, and it's efficient. It's like stop, go, stop, go, stop going. But you, you're still moving. You don't like really slow down too much. Like you huh. don't feel like you're like fuck. I've been sitting here forever. That sounds nice. I feel like I've been missing out on a part of life. <laughs> I've yeah. never
3: seen anyone, like, just let someone It's like, oh, yeah,
1: go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, people didn't really do that because she'd be like, nope, they've got to let me in. And it was like, no, no, it's going down to one lane. You can't do this. Like, nobody's going to let you in. They've got to merge, like, a zip.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, so, you know, in that instance, I'm like, oh, you want to fucking go, you want to <laughs> you know? fly up ahead? Like... I will get as close to the fucking oh, yeah. person in front of me. I will do that too. It's like, I will remember what color your car is. <laughs> like you I hope I see. Get... And and then somebody else like two cars ahead of you lets him in. It's like, fuck you. Why'd you How let, you let him get in front of all of us? You're a disservice to this whole line.
2: Don't you understand you etiquette? Are, you are
0: awarding bad behavior. <laughs> And that concludes the traffic portion of this podcast. <laughs> uh, see, um, don't, don't try flying in front of everybody when it merges down. It makes you an asshole.
1: <laughs> you will look like a tool.
0: <laughs> and yet somebody will, unfortunately, inevitably let you in. Mm-hmm. It won't be me, though. <laughs> it will never be me.
3: <laughs> uh, well, okay, I think... I think we've pretty much wrapped on everything we came yeah. up with for the bird cage in <laughs> yeah, the sorry. Miami area. No, not sorry. Yeah. That's a good podcast. We've it's an hour and a half. Good timing. Yeah. yeah, good timing. Um, and then so next week next we're going to do gonna Independence, Independence day. day. Yeah, we yeah, have to. You got Fourth
0: of July next week. What day is the Fourth of July? Thursday.
3: Yep. Oh, okay. So, so right before it then. Yeah.
0: Well, same week of. It right. works. It's our Fourth of July episode. <laughs> right.
3: So I'll open it up with da instead under should. all of our movie quotes. <laughs> yes,
1: Stars and Stripes Forever. Sorry, that's stuck in my head because I have to, to play be an American. it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: Stars and Stripes Forever. Da, 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 dada, oh, that's Stars and Stripes Forever. Da, 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 oh, okay. Yeah,
1: <laughs>
3: I only know them by like the sound. <laughs>
1: Uh, that's yeah. we're America um, fuck I'm a boy. Chainsville Symphony, so we're doing that. Uh, not America, fuck yeah. Stars and stripes, <laughs> never, yeah, it's gonna. Maybe
3: be, you should great. do America, the fuck Badger yeah. The Badger
1: Chord Hawks are <laughs> going to be there. They'll be singing it. It's gonna, it's gonna be beautiful. I cannot wait. That would be
3: pretty cool. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> uh, all right. So, um thank you, Molly, for joining yeah, us on
1: the podcast this week. Guys.
0: And where can people find you? On, uh, if, you on social, if you want you. to, um, I mean, if I'm not, on that's fine.
1: Facebook. Fun. Otherwise, I think my Instagram. Please don't make fun of me too much. Is Disney Molly? Um, <laughs> well,
3: for good reason. Yeah,
1: yeah. I worked <laughs> there for like three years and was very obsessed with it. Um, so yeah, I think that's it. Otherwise, I think my Twitter is at Molly Markley. So that's fun. Perfect.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> nice and yeah. uh, John uh, at Rosendoom Two on Twitter. Rosendum one on Instagram give him the old one and two um, <laughs> yep. and uh, you can find the podcast at LTTS podcast on Twitter and late to the podcast on Instagram I'm gonna fix them tonight don't I, do I, it
3: I'm going to no it's nightmare I
0: it's fine <laughs> everything needs to be consolidated anyways Jake' be find you
3: well interestingly enough I'm at Jake underscore Lavoy on Twitter and at Jake underscore Lavoy on Instagram <laughs> and then yeah like John said the podcast is LTTS Podcast Twitter, and then Late to the Podcast Instagram? Yep. Okay. And then Spotify is Late to the Show Podcast.
0: Just to throw another name at you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, that's the overall name of the podcast anyway. You if should you, know that if, if you know what you're looking you, for.
0: Well, yeah. And also, if you need links, uh, we our pinned tweet is now oh, our, nice. our Spotify and iTunes Uh, Links. I forgot about pinning tweets. (laughs) Yes, I pinned that tweet. I didn't just tweet it out. Let me double check. I'm pretty certain (laughs) I pinned it. If I didn't, I'm going to pin it right now.
3: (laughs) All right. And then uh, next week will be Independence Day. Don't be late.